Welcome to the Old Dogs REI Network, where cash flow is king. Real estate investing, the means, so you can enjoy your retirement dreams. This is the show where we cut right to the chase. No sales pitch, no long monologues, just simple how-to real estate investing advice, so you can earn the passive income you need to enjoy your retirement today. And now, your host and chief old dog, Bill Manasero. Dogs, and welcome to Fun Facts Friday. This is our once a week, only on Friday show, where we have special episodes not featuring guests, where I will share tricks, tips, terminology, and techniques that will help skyrocket you to real estate investing success. Today's topic is getting real with real estate. But, you know, before I get started, I'd like to just say, hey, it's a uh, it's just great to talk to you. I like the Friday show because we can be a little bit more casual. I just like to touch base with you and see how everybody's doing out there in real estate investing land. I hope that uh, hope that you guys are doing good. I hope that uh, you're making wise decisions. I know it is a complicated environment out there right now in terms of uh, investing or not investing, buying or not buying, selling or not selling. I mean, a lot, lot of things, uh, the factors that you're facing right now, but, uh, keep moving forward. I'm talking to people all the time that are still finding deals and, and, uh, making some, some great acquisitions and investments out there. So hang in there guys. Well, let's, uh, move into our topic here, getting real with real estate. You know, for those of you who missed my announcement last week, by the way, I did announce that the podcast will cease by January 4th. And it doesn't mean it's going to totally stop. It just means that we'll have everything up on the website, all the past episodes. But uh, we're not going to be broadcasting weekly. We will be putting out shows you know, maybe every now and then. But uh, again, we, uh, we are retiring basically and enjoying the the fruit of our labor here so until then i'm going to share my personal real estate investing journey uh, mistakes i've made things that worked well and other tips that will hopefully help you achieve financial independence in six years or less so this is the first of those episodes uh, stay tuned for you know the next you know whatever seven fridays and uh, for more of these uh these shows. But anyway, yes, real estate is a great way to become financially independent and to help you in your retirement years. But, you know, I want to get real about real estate, as the title says in this uh, podcast, so you can set realistic expectations, you know, and not have a misconception that uh, it is the way that Unfortunately, too many real estate gurus portray it. Real estate investing is, I believe, the best way for the average person to become wealthy. But you need to be prepared to work hard. When I set my goal of 1,000 units in six years, I was ready and willing to work as hard as I had to to reach that goal, including 14-hour days, six days a week, for nearly six years there. Real estate investing can be very labor-intensive, especially if you are an active versus a passive investor, as I was. But keep in mind, if you become a passive investor, as I am now, there's still some 
time involved in doing that as well, if you, especially if you want to make good investment decisions. Let's take a look at investing versus passive. I think it's important at this point because uh, especially if you haven't started investing yet, um, if you're already in it, you, you may know all this stuff, but I know there's many types of active investing, flipping, wholesaling, lease options, land uh, flipping, and of course, the one I know best, rental properties and being a landlord. Now, I'm going to talk a little bit here about the, the active side of uh, being a landlord and operating rental properties. Three things to consider. Number one, when you're a landlord, you never know what you're getting yourself into, okay? Some people think that being a landlord is just about collecting rent and unclogging a toilet or two every now and then. I wish that was all that it was about, but unfortunately, it was much more for me. Things like working with the police on a prostitution sting operation, battling a bed bug attack, breaking out of an apartment, cleaning up after a fire or flooding, and much more. Those wonderful little surprises are things that uh, that uh, make it interesting, right? And number two, it's not really about exotic cars and bikini-clad supermodels in your driveway, Okay. Don't fall for the commercials that make rental property investing something it's not. Landlording can be rough, tedious, monotonous. I mean, I've dealt with drug dealers, prostitutes, thieves, and lawsuits. I've had leaky roofs, clogged toilets, mold, asbestos, and you name it. Not that I ever would want the cars and the supermodels in the first place, but you know what I mean. You need to get a good dose of reality before you step into landlord shoes. And number three... Not to cancel out everything I said, but it's really not that bad either. It's a joy to provide quality housing for people in need. It's wonderful when someone tells you they love the place they rented from you. It's also great when the numbers work and the income comes streaming in like it's supposed to. When you're investing in rental property, you also need to find the right properties. Okay, that's really key. Finding a good property takes work. You know, creating and working with a team, realtors, brokers, attorneys, CPAs, bookkeepers, uh, contractors, insurance brokers, title companies. Um, and then there's also the, the networking side of it, you know, joining local REI clubs and investment clubs, making contacts with people that may be future partners or, or maybe investors in your real estate ventures, um, joining mastermind groups. It, it's really a people business. You also have to research your markets and uh, know how to um, analyze a property. That's critical. Um, and then there's property inspections and working with contractors, of course, managing your tenants. Or if you have property managers, managing property managers. Sometimes I think it's better managing tenants, but nonetheless, you you know, there, there's, there is a lot of work involved there, paying taxes and monitoring your your your, your tax taxes and your utility usage and on and on and on. There's a lot of stuff involved in it. However, not all real estate investing involves landlording. Yes, I chose the landlord route, but I didn't have to. There really are a lot of other different real estate investment strategies uh, besides rent, owning rental properties, including things like investing in REITs, crowdfunding, ETFs, deeds, liens, raw land, Airbnbs, billboards, wholesaling, flipping, hard money lending, private lending, self-storage, and 
passive investing in syndications, for example, um, to name a few. However, whatever you choose, make sure you do your homework first before jumping into any investment. Now, that's the trick here, especially us old dogs, because we don't have funds to gamble with. We don't have funds to lose. And I think you have to be very diligent in, uh, in your investments and, and do your homework. Look before you leap. Pick the strategy that's truly best for you and then learn it well. Now, I think truly passive investing, many people think that owning rental property is passive. Now, passive income has become a big buzzword. The allure of collecting steady paychecks without actively working for it is stronger than ever. One of my favorite statements that people say is, uh, oh, you know, I make money in my sleep. You know, the, my money's coming into my bank account all the time. You know, and that's true in a way, but it's not like you didn't do anything to get that money into your bank account. Okay, let's be real. One of the most popular ways to create a passive income stream is through real estate, I believe. Well, kind of yes and no. That's right, at least in theory. The process goes something like this. You borrow money from a bank, buy a property, and the tenant pays off your mortgage and then some. Once you accumulate enough equity, you repeat the process. Buy more properties, scale up, and boom, you are a real estate mogul. Well, that sounds pretty easy, and wow, you know, I'd jump on that uh, boat anytime. But, you know, it's a lot of other stuff involved in it. Uh, Dave Ramsey, who's also a real estate investor, um, and still likes real estate as an asset class, warns investors uh, that they should know what they're getting into. He said, I love real estate. It gives you a better rate of return than other investments don't have. But when I hear someone say passive income and real estate in the same sentence, it means they've been on those get-rich-quick websites. Of course, you know, there's reality in that statement. If you want to be a landlord, you need to find reliable tenants, collect rent, handle maintenance and repair requests, you know, out of your own pocket. And that's why, you know, I, I separate rental property investing as an active investment from other more passive investments. Now, there are passive investments out there, strategies such as investing in REITs, crowdfunding, ETFs, you know, deeds and liens, um, yeah, things like maybe billboards, hard money lending, private lending, um, you know, and of course, passive investing in syndications. Yes, it's true that passive investing is not as labor intensive as active investing, but if you want to reduce risk and make safer passive investments, you need to put in the time and effort too. So there is some time involved. And if you don't invest that time, you, you know, you, you're taking higher risks. Uh, and, and again, you want to make sure you, you put your money in the right place. So as a passive investor, you know, you want to conduct deep due diligence on each passive investment you are considering. If it's a, uh, you know, backed by a property, you want to inspect those properties if you can, if you can fly out to the property and tour it even better. You want to know that that, that property that you're investing in, whether it's a, you know, a 20 unit apartment building or a 500 unit apartment building, you want to know that it's real and that it, uh, it's everything that they describe to you. 
And then you've also got to, and this is the most important aspect, especially if you're investing in a syndication, is extensively screen the sponsor, the, the GP, the person or organization behind that investment and any other managers of the project. They are the ones that uh, are making the decisions. They are the ones that are managing and putting the plan together. They're the ones that are going to help you to achieve the return that you hope to get. Do market research, too, on the market you're investing in. A lot of people overlook this step, but they just assume, they look at the stats. Oh, yeah, I hear that part of the country is pretty good. And, uh, yeah, that makes sense. But, you know, get in there and dig and see, you know, is that really a good market? You know, also for many of the best passive investing deals, you'll have to be an accredited investor, which requires that you meet those requirements. And not everyone can do that at this point. So now once you've selected and made your investments, you really don't have much to do except for receive your monthly or quarterly checks. You know, of course you want to monitor, you want to read the the monthly or quarterly um newsletters coming in on the properties or the the areas that you're investing in to make sure that uh, things are going well and that uh, there are no you know undue changes or you know that'll affect you or your investment so you know and keep your keep your eye on things and of course as these come due and most of them you know minimum maybe three-year investment some are five seven some are even up to ten you have to anticipate when those come due, that when you cash out on it, you have somewhere else to go to. So there's there's some involvement, you know, and you have to be monitoring those investments. Another important thing with all of these, and I kind of touched on a little bit there, is you really do need to know the market you're investing in. Although with passive investing, someone else picks that market, it's your job to confirm that that market is a good market. And this is very important, you know, and things like, is it a growing, expanding and improving market? Is it in the path of progress? Are there lots of jobs? Is there a housing shortage? Is there a lot of crime? There's, you know, a lot of things and factors that you need to take a look at uh, for a market. You know, in a good market, your rents will regularly go up. You will get a higher quality of tenant. The equity in your property will increase significantly. All the good stuff. In a bad market, rents can stay the same or even go down. Your equity can stay the same or decrease. Good tenants are hard to find and your property can get trashed. Crime can bring down values, scare tenants away, and can even result in damage to your property. So you also you know, need to constantly monitor, you know, besides the markets, you need to really monitor the economy and economic trends. You um, Things like inflation and recession are already here in America, but what is the end game? We sh how should we invest in real estate and not get burned? Now, many economists are projecting that what could happen, and, and there are projections on both extreme. There are those that say just invest in gold or silver because dollars aren't going to be worth anything. And that the Fed may even tap on your bank accounts, which they have a legal right to do, to make up for federal deficits. And there are others who say, no, we're not really in a recession. Everything is going to be fine. You can tell by the way I said that. Uh, this is not a belief in my eyes here. But many real estate investors are also holding on to their cash, waiting for the real estate deals that will be on the market at bargain basement prices. I don't know what the future holds. But in the meantime, I have 
diversified my portfolio significantly, liquidated you know actual properties that I held, and uh, I've moved investments into more passive investments. And this is because I'm I'm retiring, as I announced yeah, last week. You know, I want to move to more passive investments. So I'm investing in apartment buildings. That's a big duh there, but uh, mobile home parks, uh, corporate debt car washes, ATMs, you know, just to name a few. So I'm diversifying into different areas. Yeah, you know, gold and silver are a consideration. Um, but uh, I think diversification in this season is really important. Um, and yes, I am one of those guys holding funds to purchase when prices do go down significantly, just in case. Anyway, in summary here, um, I don't want to scare anyone away from investing in real estate by no means. I still feel it's the best place to invest, especially in times like this. I mean, if you look and scan, you know, some of the leading financial press and media out there, it's being confirmed all over the place that uh, smart money is going into real estate. So, you know, it's just that, you know, again, I don't, you know, as I mentioned, I don't want to scare you guys. I just want you to be ready to invest smart in real estate. It's a little trickier now than when I first started investing back in 2014. Um, it, it, you know, it was pretty easy. You, you, whatever you're going to buy is going to go up in value. And uh, more than likely, rents are going to go up too. So it was, uh, you could have, you could be blindfolded and, and find good rental properties. But it's different today. It, it's a, definitely a, a changing market. You know, just I just want to encourage you. Um, that's why in my next episode I'm going to do uh, this coming Friday, I'm going to share the things you need to do to get prepared and become that smart investor who grows their portfolio significantly. Well, that's it for now. Please note, old dog listeners, everything presented here today can be accessed in our detailed show notes on the Old Dogs website at olddogsreinetwork.com forward slash blog. And look for the episode entitled, Getting Real with Real Estate. Well, that's the show for today. Remember, cash flow is king and real estate investing the means. Until next time, keep moving forward and may God bless. Thank you very much for visiting the Old Dogs REI Network. We would greatly appreciate if you would stop by iTunes and let us know what you think of the show. We would love if you could subscribe to the podcast, give us a five-star rating, and write a review. The more ratings and reviews we receive, the more visible the podcast will be to others. Thank you. America, we are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights. 
life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu.